East and West with Mario and Les, with your hosts Leslie Russo and Mario Kiki. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of East and West with Mario and Les. I am one of your hosts, Les, at Mommy Roo on Twitter, and my co-host. That's me. I'm at Mario Kiki. How are you, Miss Leslie? I'm good. How are you doing today? I am good. It's a beautiful week to be a Bravo fan. We have been blessed with New Jersey. So much this week. Yes. I mean, lots of news. We'll touch on all of it, but I think we definitely need to get to Jersey first today. Absolutely. First of all, Okay, there's my Jersey accent already. First of all, <laughs> what do we think of the new girls, Danielle the blonde and Rachel the Okay, the, so I don't that character. Like, <laughs> character. I don't feel I know Rachel enough yet. She didn't make enough of an impression on me. I thought she was fine. I, I we definitely need some new blood in there, that's for sure. Like we need somebody out. new. I was excited to see the newbies because there's also that other new one that it, she appears to be a friend of Margaret, a new girl. I, I, was oh, her name right. Jennifer? Her name was, was it Jennifer? Jennifer. Yeah, it was Jennifer. But so, I must say, I am personally offended that Rachel was born in 1991. Oh my God. I don't I mean, need my housewives to be born in the 90s. I'm sorry. Is that ageism? No. Maybe, but girl it's, that's a little crazy so how how old does that make her because i'm not good at math 32 32 oh which my is, god you know what which is fine because we know that joe de la rosa was in her 20s when she joined oc in 2006 that's true that's but true the show has evolved and i need my women on the show to be with more life experience you know you watch no, and i'm Right. I'm not sure about the age difference either, how they're going to get along with some of them who are clearly a lot older. Well, that's what's interesting. I posed a question on Twitter because I was curious. I didn't want to just be like, it's never going to work. Because in some cases, I see the age difference between Ashley Darby and Karen and their, um, oh my God, your hair. (laughs) (laughs) I know I took it out of the ponytail. I had to. Oh my god. Okay, speaking of Dr. Seuss <laughs> character. Yes, exactly. Come on, wig. <laughs> Leslie just served like, Kim Zolciak season one hair. Okay. I need some so, color. I need something. I don't know what, man. So picture that. But then okay, so I think of the age difference between like Karen and Ashley and then Lisa Vanderpump and Brandy Glanville. And so I started okay. thinking of all these like big age differences. I think I'm just triggered by the fact that there's housewives that are younger than me because when I first started watching the show, they were the quote older women I was watching. <laughs> and now I'm like older than they are. But right. old, um, she does have a very attractive husband. Oh, no, wait. Danielle, the blonde bitch, has a very attractive husband. In she my calls opinion. him an Adonis, her walking Adonis. That's how she I, referred to him. I mean, that's generous. I still think Evan, Jackie's husband, is hotter. He's the oh, hottest. Um, Jackie was demoted, as we know. I, how do we feel about that? I'm not sure if I fully support the demotion. I don't know. I'm glad they're definitely bringing her on still though. Like I'm glad she's a friend of, because I want to know what's going on with her. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm trying to think of what she could have brought to the season this year. 
And then she also kept it during filming. She kept it very coy, like, oh, we don't know. We don't know. And I'm like, okay, that means you want to be full time and stay full time. But um, it was a solid premiere. I think overall it was a solid premiere. We start at uh, Teresa or Jennifer catching us up with everything. She got an injury at Teresa's 50th birthday weekend. Right. Um, She said that she feels there's an evil eye on her and she's suspecting Dolores, which, you know, possibly. Um, what <laughs> I was surprised to hear about is that she's now closer to Melissa than she is to Dolores, which, you know, these alliances are always shifting, especially in Jersey, but Jennifer and Teresa remain close as ever. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the first event of the season is Melissa planning an 80s theme skating party to kick off Memorial Day. Um, she has chose to take it personal. Read the four agreements, everybody. She has chose to take it personal that Teresa is not choosing her to be a part of her wedding party. Mm-hmm. Um, Teresa did reach out and invite her, her birthday, but they have not spoken since the reunion. Okay, so wait, let's stop for a second. Did you read the texts that have come out? Yes, in real Me time. Too. We mm-hmm. have real t- real time headlines. Now, what's even more uh revealing is that i you know me and leslie we just stay talking and we have to stay updating each other so i did send her the article saying hey look at these text messages that melissa said but melissa gorga posted on her story Mm -hmm. uh, after uh and she 24 minutes ago she said guys i see you're all curious about the text messages now the text messages that were leaked probably by Teresa uh said that we're sort of saying that Melissa was lying because Melissa said on the premiere that Teresa hasn't reached out to her, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. So Teresa sends receipts saying, Oh, look, I have reached out to you. Um, Look it up if you want to read the details, but Melissa has since responded to Teresa's response and said, someone is definitely spiraling and needs to prove herself working overtime. But this proves my point even more. She did not reply to the text messages I sent after we filmed the reunion. It wasn't until three weeks later and after the reunion aired, she was getting backlash about how poorly she treated her brother and I. Mm. And that's when she felt the need to reach out and clean it up. Her reaching out right at the same time we were about to start filming it and finally wanting to discuss our relationship and how she can fix it is fake. That's inauthentic and self-serving. Point blank. Can't say much more, but if you continue to watch, it will all make more sense. I am so exhausted by these two. I can't. I'm, I am so exhausted. I don't know who to believe, what to believe. Louis also released some texts that he had been texting Joe and Melissa about Teresa's birthday and some other things. I, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. What do you think? I am so, listen, when it comes to family, you're going to fight hard because you love hard. And I think that's why you think you can hurt them without, you know, eventually consequences. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually they'll forgive you. Like that's been the rationale that I grew up with and it's not even healthy, but it is what it is. But in my opinion, Teresa and Melissa just cannot coexist because I feel in my non-psychological trained brain that Melissa took Joe away from Teresa. That's how Teresa sees it. Right. I agree. Because, you know, Joe's her only brother and they were really close. And how many times have we seen that flashback of Teresa with the 80s hair? Like, it's like, I know, but ultimately they're just not going to coexist. And so Teresa said, you know, somebody wrote her a nice little soliloquy on her podcast, because even though it was factual, what Teresa said on her podcast, that she's done all these things on the show that Mm -hmm. Melissa hasn't, I 
Teresa said that and people were very supportive. Dolores was on Watch What Happens Live on premiere night and she said they just need separate lives. I am hoping that after this season, at this point, either Teresa goes, Melissa Yeah, one goes, needs to go. One needs to go because you are now hurting the show. Like if y'all can't be around each other, then- Right, that's bad for the show. That's the thing. And they have to film together. It's just like what we were talking about with Meredith and Lisa. They have to find a way back to being somewhat friends because if not, then how are you going to film? So I don't don't think this is going to happen with the two of them either. No, and I'm glad. I mean, a part of me is relieved that they're stopped. They stopped faking Mm -hmm. it because they faked it for a long time after the, um, after Teresa came back from prison. They just sort of made peace for the show but now it's like they just cannot stand each other and Teresa said that Bravo's gonna have to make a decision because she's just done with Melissa and Joe and it's it's sad because it is her only brother and the I think a lot of it has to do with the show because mm-hmm. it's it's oh, just, for sure oh, it's so it's it's annoying but ultimately that's where we're at we're clearly getting that's going to be one of the main engines that's going to drive this season is the Teresa Melissa saga well I have to say that I do appreciate the fact that Jersey right out of the gate there's action exactly you're not waiting this is no slow burn here Mm -mm. so y'all better y'all better buckle up yeah Dolores is introducing us to her new man Paul okay Frank senior needs to just leave Dolores alone either he wants to be on the show right or he like get out of here like because to me it's like you're so old school and you're so old school um okay well your ex-wife has a new man you have a new woman so what is the problem like stop trying to be in her life that much like it's it's exhausting I know maybe it's time now to take a little pause there you know with their best friend relationship this is this is the issue with I feel with Jersey is that this is the fifth season in a row with Dolores and Frank having the regurgitated story of, oh, we're just in each other's lives. And, oh, mm-hmm, we're, mm-hmm. we're the ex that could. That's why I was surprised that Jackie was demoted and not Dolores. But, you know. Oh, that's know? a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. But I think, I think Dolores brings more, you know, not craziness, but more. More housewife action. Because, definitely. Because Jackie did always keep it very um educated and cerebral when she was arguing and that's not always yes, going to work especially. that's not always going to work with housewives you need somebody to call <laughs> yeah. you a scumbag sometimes and a, and a jerk off i would love <laughs> dolores to call me a jerk off i need her to call me a jerk off <laughs> that's going to be my bravo con 2023 goal dolores please call me a jerk off yeah i i told brandy glanville to call me a cut and she did Ugh, it was it was great <laughs> i was fulfilled cancel my life i'm done uh <laughs> uh frank does ask dolores when they get together if she and jennifer are going to make amends she tells frank that she could care less if jennifer's upset with her i'm like okay here we go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh there Teresa's celebrating her birthday with uh louis family she says right. she doesn't look 50 which you know i, I agreed First until i all, yeah go ahead yeah <laughs> let's just discuss okay the uh, tan uh, like it really uh, is like a George Hamilton tan like I heard somebody say that the other day I feel like and it's true she is so orange and that's what I was saying I she had me on her side until they showed her confessional look where mm-hmm. she 
I was like, whoa, jump scare. Like you got to warn somebody. Um, Cause it was, <laughs> it was so bad. very, um, whoa. I was like, okay, she loves her tanning. I hope that she got paid for that. Um, but ultimately they just proceed with the party. Uh, right. Joe sent, Joe, her brother did send her flowers for her birthday. Mm-hmm. hopefully they did not end up in the garbage like the sprinkle cookies from cookies. yesteryear <laughs> um we are now at the skating ring party you know what i've noticed about jersey is that they are more structured and scheduled like they plan events, events. right as a like they know when they're filming they know what they have to do they know what they have to plan so it does feel more scheduled than the other cities in my opinion where it's True. very it's very clear, like, okay, we're scheduling this specifically for this. The other cities are more, they show more of the planning and here they just come in with an agenda. So I thought that was right. a, a little interesting tidbit. That's true. Um, they get to the skating ring. Teresa's not understanding why Melissa's not talking to her, which, I mean, she can just go watch seasons three through five to remember what she- Yeah, there's no <laughs> comprehension there. There never has been, there never will be. And yeah, I give up there. Uh, Margaret and Teresa also come face to face for the first time since the reunion. She's having the time mm-hmm. of her life, and then she hits, falls at her ass. Um, that <laughs> that was looked funny. like that. Oh, that <laughs> Sorry, tailbone, Margaret, but that was funny. You know that tailbone hurt, but oh yeah. Uh, let's see. We then meet Danielle. She's a friend of Teresa's. Uh, oh, we Jennifer- didn't discuss. I actually like. I I kind of like Danielle. She reminds me of um, the girl from Long Island Princesses, Amanda. The blonde girl. She reminds yeah, me a little uh, of her. Dolores called her Jersey Licious, and I can right. see that. Um, yes. So that was uh, she. I like that. I mean, they both came on. Maybe we just needed a breath of fresh air because they both seem to be exciting, so. at least. So yeah. We also meet Rachel, who's friends with Melissa. In the preview, we see Marge tell Rachel that she looks like a Tim Burton character, and so I'm like, okay, I can see that. Like, because mm-hmm. those no. They came in with heavy nose jobs, which is fine. Do you, boo? Mm-hmm. But Rachel's nose job was a little distracting to me. I kept wanting to just, <laughs> I wanted I to, to touch- go back and look. I never noticed. I have to go back and look. I wanted to touch the tip of that nose. I was just like, oh, <laughs> how pointy is it? Um, the men in Jersey are always working overtime. So Frank asked Joe Gorga if he's going to make nice with the with his sister. It's so um, funny that they just know, like, I don't know. I, I appreciate it. I'm here for it. Yeah, and it feels organic. It doesn't feel as contrived as like when the other men do it. Maybe because they've been doing it for years. But Dolores did make a good point. And she believes that without their parents, Joe and Teresa will just never make amends. Because in the past, you know, their parents were the ones keeping them together. Right, right. Although I always feel like the parents were more on Teresa's side than Joe. Me too. I used to get the same energy from the stuff we did see anyway, mm-hmm. but yeah, who knows? Um, God only meet- knows what Teresa would tell them though. So exactly. But whew, everybody has a price on for sale. No. Um, so Jennifer F is the new Marge's friend, right? She's trying to encourage Teresa to talk to Margaret. Uh, Teresa then invites Marge and her husband to come over. Mm-hmm. And excuse me, I'm with Marge on this one. She's a little freaked out about the new Teresa because Teresa is the grudge holder like no other. So she was like, sure. Yeah. And so then Dolores invites everybody else to the sexy calendar. Mm -hmm. The word the word sexy is generous, but I digress. Oh, boy, Um, that was (laughs) we'll get to that shortly. But 
<laughs> we get a cute scene of the new housewife, Danielle. We meet her daughter, Valentina, Dominic, her son. She admits that she's a perfectionist with her kids, and she does have a handsome husband named Nate. And mm-hmm. I think he'll fit in with the other guys. I think so. And so Margaret and Joe are chatting about going. Margaret and her husband, Joe. Oh, okay. There's too many Joes. So right? many Joes. So, That's like here. I have like 10 friends that have husbands named David. Oh my God. Everybody is named David. So it's like, I just call them by their last names sometimes. Me too. In my circle of friends, there's Michaels galore. I'm like, there's too many Michaels. So we have to then rename you. There's messy yeah. Mike. There's ugly right. Mike. There's right. eyebrow Mike. It is just <laughs> what we Mike. have. <laughs> sure, he appreciates that. Shout out to ugly Mike. Um, but <laughs> Margaret and Joe are chatting over going to Teresa's house. And what's funny is that they're both expecting an apology from each other, which I mean, delusion, thy name is housewife. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and we see that Margaret did break her arm skating. Oh, I, that shit looked painful. That's why I don't roller skate. I mean, I no, I can't. I never wanted to test God like that. Some of these activities people be doing, I'm like, okay, I'm at not. At that age, uh-uh, my age, I'm not getting, I mean, I could roller skate. I'd be okay, but. I don't know. It's much less forgiving when you get older and you fall. Uh, sometimes it hurts when you stand up from your chair and I'm like, what the hell? I just sometimes. literally got, I just literally got <laughs> up. Like, why am I in pain? I just stood up. Like, what is the I problem? Know. Nobody warns me about aging. Like, anyway, <sighs> um, they get to the house. Teresa asks Margaret, do you know the real Teresa? And... <laughs> I mean, I honestly, and this is me coming from, I don't know if I'm biased or anything, but I do believe that Teresa is a well-meaning moron, to quote Alex from New York. Yes. She is nice. She's very nice. I've met her a couple of times. She's very nice. Me too. Always very nice. This, or 2022 BravoCon, we literally stood there talking like we were old gal pals, and she was so engaging, and she never brought up the show. and same. I just get a good positive energy from her. So I can see why that in her brain, she's the real Teresa. Right. Um, So I do think that she means, well, she just talks out of her ass sometimes like we all do, but I think that's why she, I I have like a soft spot for her now after 13 years of watching her. Um, I do too. And I have respect for her because she's gone through a lot. She she, took prison like a champ. I mean, come on. I would have been, curled up in a ball crying exactly like it takes a lot to go i mean first of all she go to prison come back from prison and do it also publicly so anyway Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. margaret tells Teresa that she went crazy on her and i did secretly love that louis shut Teresa down because Teresa was cutting margaret off um he tells her to stop interrupting her and listen to her and so i'm like okay last season i had a little bit of a raised eyebrow for Louis because of all the rumors we watched. Same, same. But once the show aired, I'm like, I don't really see what everybody else sees. And so to see Teresa trying, to mm-hmm. see her trying to have a dialogue and to apologize and to say- and evolve. That she, exactly. Like now she's seeing a therapist. It was like, okay, there's a little bit of effort. Yeah. And so- I think that, you know, she fell out of love with Juicy Joe and she wasn't happy and that played into her not giving a, a, a fuck. And so Absolutely. Now, that, 
now that she's very happily in her love bubble, I think she's trying harder with Louis. So I think that's um... me too. I think he's a good influence on her. He calms her down and his family is very calm. When yeah, they came they, over for dinner, they're like the well, nicest his, people. And his mom's a therapist. And so I love therapy. So mm-hmm. I think everybody should go to therapy. And but so if anybody should go to therapy, it's most of these housewives, but that's not my position. You too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then Margaret meddles and says, what's going on with you and Melissa to Teresa? She says that she does resent last season when Melissa showed the other ladies her text messages um, Louis thinks Melissa's actions are insecure, show her insecurity. When he said that to Margaret, I was like, oh boy, here we, we go. Know, we know damn well the Marge is going to go tell Melissa. Um, when she got she, in the car, <laughs> sure she was on the phone already. <laughs> she had that voice memo option going. She's like, hold on, let me record this really yeah. quickly. Oh yeah. Um, Teresa says she needs people to show her they love her and she thinks that she must test their loyalty. I mean... with the testing I don't I'm not a believer in that but that's very Italian I guess um it did sound like the mafia I don't know (laughs) I don't know (laughs) god uh Teresa that they do you know they apologize and Teresa um claims she is as raw as a cucumber (laughs) (laughs) I died that was the first Teresa-ism of the season she said uh, she was vulnerable and she's coming to margaret raw as a cucumber and i'm just like oh <laughs> I cool think- as a cucumber i know it didn't even fit the thing anyway and what's raw, like raw i sat there and i'm like oh i okay i mean how you not that's how how can you stay mad at this well-meaning moron like i'm sorry right. like she drives me crazy sometimes but that's why she makes it work as long as she did. Yeah, like it, or she has like, oh my God. Um, let's see. We're go to the, we go to the fun men's calendar. I don't know if I would buy one. I probably will knowing me, but we see I them. Mean, I'd all only t- do it for charity, not for the pictures. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> do you did you, I was going to say, I, I need an Evan calendar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can we just get Jackie free idea? 12 months in heaven with Evan. There you go. Right. Go sell it. Give me a free one. Sign it. Give me an OnlyFans, whatever. But I, Evan has just always been so attractive to me, not just physically, but um, how he's always supported her throughout the show and her eating disorder and all that. Yes. Like that's also been a side of him that I do enjoy. Me um, too. The other men, I uh, thoughts. <laughs> I mean, the, Joe B on the motorcycle with his belly hanging, like at least like button the vest or something. I, I, uh, I was what, sitting what was there that? like, I was sitting there like, oh, so clearly only one person in this household is allegedly taking Ozempic. Allegedly. Oh my God. Allegedly. All allegedly. allegedly. Oh, 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 Ozempic. Oh my God. But Margaret does look really skinny in real time. She looks really thin. She does. She they were, good. but to their credit, they all look very thin in person. So, um, that is true. They're all smaller in person than you would think. Exactly. When Melissa Gorga walked into the Ganza board with Joe Gorga, I thought, Oh, she brought her son. Oh wait, no, that's Joe Gorga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> but I mean, the men, I think the men scene was cute. It was fine. It was awkward as hell seeing, um, Melissa and Teresa pretending that they don't know each other. And in this calendar shoot is when Margaret tells Melissa 
that Louis said, oh, he thinks you're insecure. And I'm like, oh, and mm -hmm. how does Therese or how does Melissa react? Incredibly insecure. So um, I don't mm. think insecure is the word that I would use, but there's I don't know. Yeah, it just seems like they both listen, Teresa never forgave Melissa for joining the show ever. No, 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 but, no. I never whether, will. Whether it was behind Teresa's back or not, whether Teresa knew, like regardless of circumstance, Teresa knew that she and her sister-in-law didn't like each other. So Teresa didn't want her sister to come on the show and fight with her, which right. I could see. And I would, I, listen, me and my sister-in-law were not BFFs. What I wanted filmed on the show and or on a reality show and blasted, like to me, that's embarrassing. But very Melissa Gorga wanted it, you know, she probably wanted attention, she wanted mm -hmm. the check, whatever. I I don't know. I I'm tired of their fight. And I remember having I physically could not watch the season four reunion of Jersey. That's when Oh, it was bad. Yeah. That's when um Teresa wore her Christmas pageant dress yes. and it was stripper gay and all the yelling and screaming and oh like I tr I'm triggered by that because I don't like watching that reunion but yeah no it was bad it was definitely bad I feel Joe and Melissa at this point are just it's not an insecure thing they're fed up they've just they're over it they've had enough and they're just not gonna they're not even I don't even think they're trying for the sake of the show which will be interesting after this season to see if there is if it comes down to it I think Bravo is going to pick Teresa I do too and I think because I listened to this really good interview or podcast I don't remember what it was but with Carlos King the producer mm -hmm. and he said when they did Jersey season one he, they thought that Danielle Staub or Dina was going to be like the long running standout right, because like the of standout. their, yeah, like their energy and their attitude. So to see Teresa still be on the show, it's, mm -hmm. and I've heard the same thing about her, that she's very nice to the crew. She's very easy to work with. She's very professional. And so I think when they factor in her popularity, her longevity, her impact on the show, I think that it would make sense because now that I'm sitting here dissecting it like it's my life um because it I, is it is I think the show can go on without Melissa but I don't know if the show can go on without Teresa you know what I'm saying right like, no I I think Teresa has way more fans than Melissa does there's so many haters of Melissa out there and exactly. of Teresa but it's not equal and we have to remember that when Teresa went to prison, they stopped production on the show. They did not film without her. They did not um, do any long season. They did a, I remember Teresa checks in special, but to mm -hmm. me that shows the loyalty that Bravo has to Teresa because they could have easily filmed another, a whole season with her in prison and they yeah, did for sure. They did not. So it'll be interesting to see how the reunion goes. I know it's way too early to discuss the reunion, but it's just going to be Teresa and Melissa fight. And um, speaking of fights, Dolores and Jennifer keep avoiding each other like they owe each other money. Um, <laughs> Rachel, Rachel is trying to push Jennifer to be vulnerable and then runs to Dolores. Rachel tells Dolores that Jennifer's crying. Here's when Dolores pulls Jennifer aside. They rehash their fight from last season. Jennifer is essentially upset that Dolores does not blindly support her. Uh, she fought her and she just, you know, 
Jennifer has a little bit of Teresa in her where she wants the blind loyalty. Absolutely. And what I did laugh at, and I know that coming for looks is cheap humor, but when Jennifer screams at her at Dolores and says, that's why you look like an old bag, <laughs> an old handbag, <laughs> an old handbag. I know, I, and we shouldn't laugh, but we do because it's funny. It made me laugh, and I'm sorry if it made me laugh. Sue me. Sorry, yeah. Call, call customer service. Um, <laughs> 1-800. I don't exactly same number as last week (laughs) right exactly we we get it to be continued next week we'll see the continuation of Dolores versus Jennifer I think Mm -hmm. a part of me does think that there's a little too many newbies to keep up with because of the established history so I hope that they don't fade I hope they don't fade away because they're not a lot in the trailer uh Rachel and Danielle um I think that Teresa is also a little bit under Louis's mind control and they're just never going to have any, the siblings are never going to have any resolution at this point. And I I, I think he likes it that way though, too, as good as an influence as he is on her. I think he likes her being under his control and I don't think he necessarily wants her to make up with her brother. I agree. It's sad, but it is what it is at this point. I think. Right. I think this has to be, and I pray to all the Bravo gods, this has to be either Melissa or Teresa's last season because we cannot rehash this again. If they don't pretend to make up at the reunion because they're fighting in real time, mm-hmm. if they don't at least pretend to make up, like, bro, we got to go. Like, this is exhausting. And then family mm-hmm. fight, family fighting hits different as a viewer. Like, when it's family fighting, it just, it's like when Kim and Kyle would fight. Right. I don't know. I know. I don't. It's it's different because you're related. And I'm not going to lie. Like, sometimes I feel closer to my friends than certain members of my family. But when it comes down to it, that kind of fighting is just very uncomfortable to watch. Me too. too. I have. Yeah, I have some friends that I am definitely closer, but I I have a lot of cousins. Right. (laughs) As a as a Mexican. And so. Let me perpetuate that stereotype. But, you know, it is like, I don't like fighting with anybody. And even though I'm good with my words sometimes and I'm just fighting with family, you want to, I hope I've evolved before you want to hurt them. Now I'm just like, namaste. Mm-hmm. We right. cannot fight like we used to, but it is exhausting. I am excited overall for the season because Salt Lake City was so draining and I'm glad we have a new group to come in and distract us from that. But Definitely. Um, definitely excited for Jersey. Jersey's always notoriously short though. So I hope they're that not. That is true. And it goes quick because it's good. Because like I said, it's action every week. It has been really good since season nine. If you don't watch Jersey and you want to catch up, mm-hmm. I would re- re- recommend that you watch, go watch starting season nine when Jackie and Jennifer joined because it's been, yeah. a, con- it's been a, good, um, a good ride since then. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So we shall move on and talk about Potomac. Um, the uh, finale. Want to take a short break or should we just go right into it? I'm let's, good with whatever. Let's get uh, no shade. Let's get rid of this finale out of the way because um, I don't think we want to spend too much time. I'm still mad at Robin. I can't let go. Mr. Not grudge holder. I can't let go. I am upset with her. Um, this finale ended with, I'm going to jump ahead to the finale, uh, uh, scene. Okay. Um, let's do it. Uh, the finale ended with Robin, 
um, getting married as she as she had <laughs> as she had threatened to do so. Mm. Um, she never got around to the prenup with Juan. She married him August twenty fourth in twenty twenty two. She ended up having her parents there. Allegedly. Uh, she, <laughs> we don't know if those were seat fillers. <laughs> I still define the, the marriage license. Gotta look yeah. at that. Uh, Robin did look gorgeous. She's believed she's going through good times and she believes that going through good and bad times creates longevity, which, okay. Um, five months later, Robin admitted that Juan had been inappropriately communicating with another woman prior to their wedding, but they have worked mm-hmm. through their issue. Overall, the finale was cute. Um as we know, cute next to gorgeous, like, you know, Jersey was gorgeous, but you know, Potomac is cute, cute next to gorgeous. Gorgeous is obviously going to devour cute. Yes. The finale, nothing else really, I mean, it was kind of a snooze, not because not a lot happened, but it was just the regurgitated stuff from the season. Um, And I think Robin, Robin's marriage and her admitting everything in real time just sort of clouded the the finale. Like now mm-hmm. we we don't care about what happened anymore because we know how it turns out. Right. So that's why I'm like over Potomac right now because it's like okay. Me too. And I if they bring like I cannot start the season next year with them bringing this up again. That that's going to drive me insane, but they're going to, but it's going to make me crazy. I need Robin to be demoted just so the other women can know that they can't do this. Like they could not. Right. They could like, it's just so I'm upset and I'm taking this very personally. I will reread the four agreements because I'm not supposed to take anything personally, but (laughs) I think that she just messed up the season by fucking revealing everything before everything aired. Like at least wait for everything to air before you like, I know. Come I know. on, like I know. it was, it was such a, and I, maybe I just hate spoilers, which I do, but I was so distracted by everything. Else. Like Ashley, like, I mean, I did take very good notes because I'm a, a Virgo, you but did, yes. I think that, you know, we, if you glance at it, there's Ashley is dealing with her toddler now. Yeah. Ashley is going to have a $13,000 mortgage. And I think that's why she just said, I'm going to stay married to this man so he can help me pay that mortgage. Of course, because she's not getting alimony or something I read because of their prenup. Who signs a prenup that says no alimony? You don't know what's going to happen, dummy. But then I was also thinking it's probably cheaper for Darby to, or Messy Mike to um, pay her mortgage than to pay her child support or something you know what I mean because it's like why would he agree to this too so there has to be some sort of benefit to him too yeah I wonder how that's gonna work if she's gonna forego child support for the mortgage for 13,000 a month but she spends more than that I'm sure per month so like on other things for her kids so how's that gonna and what do they pay them on Potomac who knows I think that they I'm sure the OGs make a decent salary they make a good coin um when Lenny and Lisa from Miami were bickering over their divorce Lenny revealed that Lisa gets like forty thousand dollars an episode so yeah. when I heard when I heard that dollar amount I was like damn girl but um so I'm sure the Potomac girls are making more than that if we're going to try to 
to do something. But yeah. what I did, my one of my favorite parts was Candace uh, specifically thanking Chris for how much he loves her. And I think mm-hmm. they're really cute together. Candy Ache has won me over so hard this season because she did not give them what they were. Wanting. Yeah, she didn't bite. Yeah, exactly. And normally we do want them to fight and argue, but they're their messiness was so contrived it was so obvious it was so it was so aimed at the wrong person I mean exactly that that whole text in the beginning oh you should have come to the W that there's nothing wrong with that I it's it's not like he was saying here come here and fuck me like that's not what he was saying he I know I mean there so he's like you should have come here and hung out here like what's wrong with that yeah doesn't mean he wants you Exactly. And there was a brief confrontation between Ashley and Chris, but Chris mm-hmm. just walks away, rightfully so. Um, he decides to leave the scene and Candace tells Chris that she's finally done with Ashley. That's another thing. It's like, okay, so how are we moving forward at this point? Because right, I think- Here we go again. I, like, because you can't just be done. And that's why when these women have been around each other for so long and they get so angry and so personal, mm-hmm. that's that's what New York was really good at, that they just moved on and meant it. Like the OGs, yes. of, like they, that, they had the same women over and over too, but they actually had fun and they had a good chemistry. And so they would get, I'm not saying they weren't, they wouldn't get nasty with each other, but they at least moved on and- Right, and not constantly bringing it back up. Exactly. That so kills me. We don't get the reunion on Sunday because Rihanna's concert's on, aka the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, so we'll get a break for Potomac next week. But I'm ex- I'm gonna watch the reunion because I watch it everything. Of course, but, I'll watch it too. But we're no, we're not gonna get anything from Robin. So uh, no, and we're not gonna get anything real until like the last episode of the reunion. Probably that's. This is why I can't rewatch reunions. I can rewatch the whole season and then the reunions come on and I have to turn it off because I just, I hate part one of every reunion. Yeah. They're like they tease everything and you see nothing. Exactly. With, yeah. So, so now I think we can take a little break and then we can come back to Miami and dive into a little bit of pump rules. Yes, we will. Okay. We'll be back Hello. in a minute. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome back to East and West with Mario and Les. We have just discussed Potomac and we have just discussed uh, New Jersey and we're going to touch on Miami now. This was season five, episode 13. Uh, the (laughs) The episode begins with Julia and Adriana in a botanica, botanica. 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 Looking for protection during their Bahamas trip. So this is a little interesting because as we'll see later on in the episode, nobody's real thrilled about the gifts that they give them, which I think it would be a little strange. I mean, yes, go for yourself there to try and, but to get protection before a trip. I mean, hey. Aggressive. A little aggressive, but sometimes with these women, you never know. That is true. Uh, Meanwhile, we go to Alexia's and we see Frankie talking about his dad and we actually get a little vignette with Pedro having lunch with Alexia and the kids. I'm surprised that they didn't show this as like a, you know, like a regular scene. We just got a flashback of it. Um, 
And apparently, though, it was cute. I, he he seems, Frankie, like, loves his dad, it seems like. And Alexia tells us that he's just arrived back from school, which is actually prison. <laughs> and I think he, I mean, is he in jail again currently? I feel like we saw something about that. I I can't keep up with Alexia's men. No. Like, no, no shade. Like, I, she has I a lot. When we say people have been through a lot, that woman... Her soap opera, the Novela Life, like whether it's her doing or circumstance or brujeria or whatever they want to blame it on, yeah. that is a stressful love life, first of all. But anyway, oh, I mean, it's a lot. Before we move on, the mm-hmm. preview of this episode, like of what's to come, oh, um, yeah, they showed that and they show. Adriana telling Alexia accidents have consequences you know look at Frankie when I tell you I screamed I could not believe she said that to her so bad but wait why did they show that because we didn't see that in this episode I know that's what I was gonna say I'm like I'm annoyed that they showed that they teased it but they by the time the episode end we hadn't gotten there but anyway I know I'm watching and I'm like waiting for that part they're going like out to the beach or whatever where they're going for their yoga and I'm thinking okay, this is when it's coming. And then no. So that was strange that whatever. Anyway. um, So we then head to Miami International Airport and the girls are waiting to take off for the Bahamas, which they do. They arrive there 37 minutes later. Yes, it is the quickest flight in the universe. (laughs) So this is why I'm laughing that they're sitting in first class because it's like, really, really? The flight is so short. Like, you pay so much to sit in that stupid seat for literally 30 minutes. I mean, I mean, at that point it takes longer to board and clear than to actually get there. I would think a hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. So they get to Bahamar. The rooms are stunning. Nicole is staying of course in the presidential suite. She's staying in there with Gertie. Um, Lisa is not with them yet. She's coming, but Nicole tells everybody that she's giving Lisa the master bedroom and Okay, I, I get that. And Lisa, I know, appreciates that because she don't share a bed with anybody and neither do I unless you're related <laughs> to me or um, we're having sex. So that's it. Totally, yeah, I'm not totally a, understand. I don't, I don't like sharing beds either. So. Oh, shout out to Carly, my best friend, who I did share a bed with in New Orleans and that was fine, but she's the only other one. I, I, I like my own space. Um, anyway, so... In Julia and Adriana's room, they take out their crystals and potions, and then the drapes start closing on their own, and they think it's witchcraft. Well, P.S., I've stayed there, and yes, the drapes do close on their own, and there is like a switch somewhere. They were just obviously trying to, you know, think that somebody was there with them. It was Leave it to them to not yeah, figure it out. Not a ghost, ladies. Um, But I mean, they have like little things they're going to sprinkle everywhere. I, that might make me a little uncomfortable. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't think I would want that. That's don't even mess with that. Yeah. Um, so Lisa arrives shortly after and joins Nicole and Gertie in the presidential suite. Um, and she says that she wants to talk about somebody else for a change. So they decide that every time she mentions Lenny's name, she has to take a shot. So we have our shot counter and like, literally like five minutes after she's in the room she's already at number four (laughs) so i mean 
I don't know. So anyway, I have to laugh because they get ready to go to the water park in the pool. And here's Kiki with her Chanel purse. It's not even a Chanel beach bag. She <laughs> said, I'm going to carry this on camera because I paid yep. for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I thought, but like, I, the Lenny counter was funny, though. I, they, I, oh, I thought know, it was so funny. It made me laugh so, funny. so much. I know. It really did. Um, so Alexia, Lisa, and Gertie, and Kiki head to the slides and they're clearly having a much better time than the ones sitting at the beach. I mean, they're just sitting there like collecting flies. What are they doing? I loved when they called them the golden girls and Larsa said she's never watched the golden girls. And so I was like, wow, Larsa, that's <sighs> very, that's I'm going to really admit disappointing. it. I'm going to admit it though. And, uh, face my truth, I would be sitting being bored and lazy too, because I am not adventurous. Like I don't, Oh like no, I'd be right at the water park. Uh, and no. see, this is why we're so good together. Have fun, Leslie. I'll watch your purse. I am not <laughs> going to go test God. And no, like I, I will be- not lie, though. That slide they went on, that big one, I was afraid to go on. It like it has like the toilet bowl thing where you go oh, no. straight down and then you go up. So I did not go on that one there. I went on the other ones that were like regular slides. Yeah, I mean at my age, if I get on that, like knowing me, I'm sure they had to sign some sort of waiver. And that's why I'm the reason waivers were created. I would break an ankle. I would break an arm. (laughs) Nobody would try to help me because they're like, oh no, who's that friend? How embarrassing. I just know that I would be the cause of some sort of accident, close the water park. I'd probably shit myself and get shit all over the water. (laughs) Like it is just, that's my luck. Oh my God. I, I I love that stuff. Even though I was sitting there like, oh, they're so boring. I sat there like, but that's some shit I would do. I would that just would sit be down. what you were yeah. doing. That no, would I'd be me. I would literally, and was the one running off to the slides. So the ones sitting at the beach are again discuss, discussing Lenny and being betrayed by their men. <sighs> yeah, that's, I, I'm not even gonna, I don't know. We don't need to get into that again. We all know the stories with all of them. Um, meanwhile, the girls get overdressed for dinner. Absolutely. I mean, to the presidential suite for drinks. And Nicole decides that she's going to take over as game master for the night since Marisol isn't there. And when does Alexia say, I'm trying to remember, when did she say that Marisol wasn't there because she thought somebody was doing witchcraft? Was it earlier when they were at the beach? No, she says that at dinner when oh, Julia, okay at dinner. That's right. When Julia brings up the gift shopping that she went right. to. Yeah. Right. The right. Brujeria. Okay. Right. The Brujaria. Yeah, exactly. So um anyway, so Julia says they went to the botanica and that Alexia lets them know that the reason Marisol, like I said, isn't there. Okay, so I guess I did know. So I'm reading over my notes, is she thinks somebody is doing witchcraft on her. And then we flashed to Marisol saying she's been feeling weird for the last three month, th- few months and thinks that somebody is after her. Um, I think she's feeling weird because she won't stop drinking alcohol. Like, um, yeah, the Tito's might have a little something to do with that. Like, girl, you're chronically hungover. I don't think that's the cause of somebody's like witchcraft. Like she, she mean, sat she sat there like, oh, I just haven't feeling been feeling good and like myself. And I'm like, well... If you have vodka for breakfast every day, then I, I think mean, that might contribute. But do the you amount move? of vodka she drinks? At hello, alcohol is a depressant. 
that might be why. <laughs> oh my god! Now, oh god, it's it was so hell. I was like, really, girl? Let's let's I go know. through your libations daily and find out if we can deduce I what's know. really going on. And then you wonder if like some of it is put on for the cameras, but I don't think it is. But honestly, it's so Hispanic or Latino or whatever, because that's some stuff in my culture we do too. We never know why something's happening to us, even though it's the answer is right in front of us. Like, oh, oh my same God. thing. Yeah. Why yeah same my... thing. Jewish. Uh, yeah. It's the evil eye. Somebody has the evil eye on me. And then when would... your evil eye breaks, that means that it saved you. We need to blame. I, just, I, <laughs> I just triggered a memory. I triggered a memory when we were at, um, I was at a wake at a funeral wake and they were like, Oh my God, my cousin, God bless. She was like, Oh my God, my stomach hurts. I just think I'm so upset over the passing. And I look at her and I'm like, Yeah, it must have not been those six tacos you had. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was like, Don't be blaming, the, don't blame the departed girl. Like, you just sat here and ate Taco six, Bell. Bitch. Exactly. You just had six tacos and three Cokes. But no, I'm just so upset over the passing and my stomach hurts. Like, nah, mama. No, let's go. Let's recap what you just ingested before you over here trying to pawn <laughs> it off on somebody that just died. But I digress. Oh my gosh. So anyway, the girls hand out, um, Julia and Adriana hand out these stones or crystals or whatever for the other girls. And each one of them has a word on it. It's either like peace or faith and Anyway, Alexia feels very uncomfortable with the entire situation, which I just said I, I would be too, even though it's, it's, I feel like it's coming from not necessarily a place of bad. I just, I don't know. I don't want somebody sprinkling anything near me or no, 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 no. Mm-mm. I mean, I agree, but we also have to remember how narcissistic Alexia tends to be. Like I, I sat there and I'm True. like, okay, I see her point. But at the same time, I don't think they were giving her that much attention. Like she just, that's she true. made, she made it about herself in that point, which she does. Yeah. So like everything. Right. Yeah. But anyway, so they start playing a game and in this game, Nicole lets us know <laughs> it's like a game of questions. And the first question is, have you ever been injured during a sexual activity? And Nicole lets us know she threw her neck out, giving Anthony a blowjob. So. I want to know why. Was it because of I mean, Anthony or how was right. she positioned? Is it right. lockjaw? I... <laughs> lockjaw. <laughs> Very curious. I'm going to need more details from Dr. Nicole. Oh, my God. And then they're talking about um, who would be the most embarrassed of their porn history. And so I think it was Adriana who mentioned DP, which... I know what that is, but I didn't know what it was by the initials. So I had to like, wait a second and then think about it. Um, Yes. And Julia has no idea what DP is. Do you guys know what DP is out there? Uh, Danny Pellegrino, who I love. (laughs) I love Danny Pellegrino. He is the best. But yes, I, I am aware what DP is and I... It's not for me. If you like it, I love it. But it's, and yeah, it's not really for me either. I'm good. Good without that. And for those of you, let's just tell everybody it's double penetration. Two at a time. <laughs> penetration twice, like at the yeah. same time. Like, no, thank you. No, thanks. I know. I, ugh. you know, I'm good. I'm good just as is. So, anyway, uh, Adriana then tells us that she hasn't seen Frenchie the boyfriend since Nicole's party. 
which, you know, I don't blame him. I don't blame him either. Alexia says he probably thought all her friends were crazy. And if that's what he had to deal with, then, you know, it, I think it was Alexia who said that. She's yeah, a crazy. And, and I think it's, he's probably like, I'm not going to film with these people to slander me. And I'm over here, like, not getting paid because I don't think he was getting paid. And so, no. Um, yeah. That's so a big commitment to film and not get paid. Like, uh-uh. yeah, definitely. Yeah. So anyway, the next morning, some of the girls decide to go do flamingo yoga and Alexia admits that she's afraid of birds. <laughs> uh, I'm scared of birds too. So I, I really res- love them. I resonated with her in that scene because flamingos are scary. They scare me. They do. Why? <laughs> I don't know. They, they just even, look. They're still, oh. like, they just stand there. They just look so long and like, uh, I don't know. Like, oh. I'm more of afraid of a bird that can like come and peck you that comes down from a tree or something. I don't. I love a good pecker, but I agree. Um, <laughs> I have this memory. We visited my grandma's sister when I was a kid and she lives in Guadalajara. And this woman, I don't know what, I'm going to guess where she got her money from. Just stereotypically Mexican, if you want to yeah. guess, but she you know my aunt lives in a big estate and she had a fucking peacock roaming her front yard Mm -hmm. and I didn't know at the time at the age that they sprinkle or they fucking spread their wings hella tall that shit scared the hell out of me I'm sure yeah it was huge I never want to see another peacock (laughs) in person again Oh, they're constantly in my driveway. And then oh, they'll no. get up on your car. Like they'll stand on top of the car. There's always three of them in a pack. And I always get the women ones. And you can tell because the ones that spread the feathers and are beautiful are the men. Oh, hey, they're flaming. Holla. <laughs> that was a nice, I was like, whoa. And so it was breathtaking in a bad way for me. So, but yeah, I don't fuck with birds, but I'm also scared of flamingos. I don't know why they scare me. They so they, funny scare me get him away from me I'm good that's so funny well I'm scared of lizards so it's okay anyway so Julia Larsa and Adriana go for a massage instead Lisa ends up joining them but they discuss uh that Alexia was accusing them of witchcraft and which they say they were just trying to do something nice for them but then Alexia says to the other girls that when they talk about it, that it made her think of what Marisol had been saying, that she thinks somebody has been doing witchcraft on her. It's Tito. His name is Tito Marisol. That's, that's who. <laughs> um, and, you know, then Alexia is talking about all the things that happened to her in her life. The, the evil eye is a bad thing. It is. It is. Jews know this. The lie is bad. Can't buy yourself one, by the way, either. That's bad luck. Somebody mm-hmm. has to give it to you for all of you out there who don't know that. Anyway, so Lisa um, is talking to the girls also about her son and about how he's obviously feeling sad. Um, he didn't want to go to camp. You know, he, he he's feeding off the feelings in the house, which of course. is awful. Uh, then Julia, you know, makes a big thing of pulling Gertie to the side and talking about the adopting a baby, which again, I don't care. care. Don't care at all. Could care less. Um, Adriana and Alexia then sit down to speak. And Alexia kind of apologizes. Because they have a conversation. I I, I totally forgot about that part. But they have a conversation during the massages that um, 
uh, Adriana feels that Alexia is never there for her anymore, that everything is centered around Marisol. And I can see how she feels that way to a point. But then somebody, I think it was Larsa, said she likes, she has to make everything about herself, Adriana. Which, which high pot, high pot me kettle, like, hello. My God, look in a mirror. They all make everything about themselves. <laughs> but I mean, you know what I think, what I think they can't say is that they just didn't talk when they weren't filming and they couldn't say that because they'll have to break the fourth wall. They have to. So what I'm seeing is Adriana felt like, Oh, once the show was canceled the first time you and Marisol didn't fuck with me anymore. And so that, that hurts my feelings. And so a part of me does wish that sometimes it could be like, like, listen, after the show was canceled the first time. (laughs) Right. We just didn't talk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but. so anyway, they she does kind of apologize. It wasn't an I'm sorry, but she wants the friendship to be what it was, I guess. And they speak. And they, she thinks that Julia doesn't understand the friendship and that's part of the problem as well. They speak and then they, um, Adriana was expressing frustrations that Mal- or Marisol is sort of in the way, I guess. And that's right. when the episode, that's when the episode ends with Marisol barging in. Right, exactly. <laughs> freaking bullhorn. So I thought that was perfectly fine. And and so Adriana in her confessional says, here we go again. Uh-huh. But ultimately it's like, I was annoyed that um, we saw the preview of them mm-hmm. fighting very terribly and then it just didn't get aired. And then we week. didn't get it. That was very unfair. Yeah, I was waiting. I was waiting the whole episode for that, but I'll be here for it next week. So, yeah, I the Marisol coming in was a very Jill Zarin moment. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Are you getting Hi. manicures? Oh. <laughs> Look how gorgeous this looks. Oh, I love that. I don't know. So who I can't believe we're already at episode 13 of Miami. That's crazy. How many episodes oh. are there? Do we even I- know? think it's a good um maybe two three more at this point okay yeah because they've filmed the reunion so yeah they filmed the reunion and it's been a good season and I hope everybody's watching it because it's fabulous me too all right so let's touch on Vanderpump Rules just for a second here did you watch I did. I did watch. Um, I didn't take detailed notes just because it not a lot. Was, yeah. You know, the premiere is very, it felt very, let's catch up like most premieres. Um, right. The only I thing did I did take notes. So go for it. Let's do it. All right. So we start the episode in August of 2016 with Tom and Katie getting married. And then we oh. flash to April 2022 confessionals. And Katie tells us that after 12 years, she went to Tom and asked for the divorce. Tom admits that he's a bad listener and he didn't know how to make her happy. And he thinks that this was part of the problem, which, yeah, Mm, yeah. you want to be listened to. Everybody wants to be listened to, you know? Um, Katie also touches on the other breakups going on on the show, James and Raquel and Lala and Randall. Katie says she values her friendship and wants to remain friends with Tom. Um, And she has just one rule that he not hook up with anybody in the friend group. So I saw people on Twitter last night complaining about that. And so she has no right to tell him what to do. But I kind of get it because and then she explained it. We saw something on Instagram where she explained it and there has to be some kind of boundary there because they're on a TV show together. 
They're all friends. It's just going to cause unwanted drama. There's a million people he could hook up with. And I think at this point, if you're an avid Bravo watcher, when they say sentences like in the friend group, they mean on the show. So don't, that's what she said. She's like, just don't fuck anybody on the show and I'm good because- Exactly. Yeah. So I get her request and I- I support it. I think that she has a point, like, like you're saying, like, why would we make it such a, but we, we heard the rumors of who he hooked up with. So, right. Which she was very interesting this episode. So anyway, then we, we flashed to three months later and um, Katie has a new apartment in Valley village where they all live in LA and Tom, I guess they're sharing custody of the dogs. Tom comes over, drops off the dogs. Then we flash to DJ James Kennedy, who's driving and listening to his own music. Of course, would we expect any loss from him? I got I Kim's, mean, I got Kim Zolciak flashbacks of her listening to herself in the car. I know, oh, memories, memories. Oh, and he's he's talking to Ali. This is his new girlfriend. Um, and apparently Raquel. We flash then to Raquel, who had met the girlfriend at the iHeart Radio Awards and says that she looks just like his mom. Which was awkward because I kind of saw the resemblance. I know, me too. When they showed the pictures, I know. I was like, I know. Oof. Ay, ay, Well, anyway, we, we go then to the Toms who are still working on opening Schwartz and Sandy's. And I think it just recently opened. They've invested a million dollars into this new spot. Whoa. They have that money? First, first of all, that's a good first follow-up question. But, I mean, who well, knew? We know things are expensive, but sheesh. I know, that's a lot. Um, apparently, they're having a party sponsored by the Daily Mail, and they actually need to get it done and open by the time this party rolls around. How hard can it be to open a... I mean, I know my dad owned a bar like several years ago, so I know I saw it like built and whatever, but my God, this seems excessive. This has been like probably like two, three years already that they've been doing this. It's been quite a while. Anyway, the boys discuss how Sandoval disappeared with his new band um, while progress on the new bar has suffered because of that, because he just keeps going off with his band. And I think Tom also thinks this contributed, Schwartz thinks it contributed to the divorce with Katie. So Priorities, priorities. Oh, we go back to Sir and, oh, poor Peter, long-suffering Peter who cannot, I feel like, have a girlfriend for any amount of time. He's now after Raquel. They've gone out on the date. Uh, Raquel says that Peter is a real man, but she is not interested. You can tell immediately. I mean, that's just what it seemed to me. Um, you can tell. And they don't have any chemistry. And Peter is attractive. At all. But just move yeah. on. No, he's very sweet, but he needs to get away from these girls and maybe find somebody else. Anyway, so Katie, Ariana, and Lala. Yes, Lala. The two made up now, Ariana Mm. and Lala. Remember last season they were fighting, as we last saw. Uh, Lala walks into, where were they, at Pump? I think they were at Pump. I think, I thought it was Tom Tom. Oh, it was Tom Tom. You're right. It yeah. was Tom Tom. Okay. Sometimes they look so similar. Those restaurants yeah. again. Like just just like the women on the show. They all look the same. They're all duplicates. Right. It's just right. You know. Lala walks in wearing pajamas, uh, and they said that they had Dobermans on them. They were Great Danes, by the way. I've had both <laughs> dogs, and I know which you know they were definitely Great Danes. And in any event, I just need those pajamas. I don't care what kind of dog was on them, but I am going to find them 
mark my words. Anyway, Lala says that she told all of her friends not to speak to Randall anymore in a rooftop meeting she had at Sheena's house. And if they did, they were cut off. Which it's not, I mean, I get it, but Lala gets on my nerves. So maybe I'm just everybody. She's the boss of everybody. Exactly. That's why I'm like, oh, is that supposed to be a threat or some consequence? Like, you're not speaking to me. Oh, God forbid. But what Randall? I I understand to a point. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, because what Randall's being accused of is completely disgusting and awful. So I don't see why anybody would want to talk to him. Right. But I don't like. I'm biased because Lala gets on my nerves. But that's all. Yeah. And she's facing a custody battle with him too. And so that's part of it. And she doesn't want anybody talking to him. But I I don't think she has the right to tell them. I think she just should have waited. Like, I can't imagine like gathering my friends and being like, if you talk to him, it makes no no sense to me. Like, I don't know. Yeah, people will get to their own realizations when they need to. Well, of course, though, Schwartz decided to go play pickleball. (laughs) Him and Lala decided to cut a bitch. So I still, and I haven't looked it up. I don't know what pickleball is. Okay. So it's like, think tennis, Mm. but think like on a, on a mini court with a wiffle ball. It's like giant ping pong. That's how I describe it. But the ball is different. It's like a wiffle ball. You know what a wiffle ball is, right? I am familiar with balls, but you're throwing (laughs) a lot of other jargon. Okay, So a wiffle ball is a ball with holes in it. And it's plastic and it doesn't, it bounces a little, but it's not, you know, it's definitely not, it's not like a tennis ball. So you're playing in like a tiny court. It's not for me. I play tennis. I prefer my tennis. I mean, I'd play pickleball. I just, I'd rather play tennis. To our fabulous listeners for context, Leslie plays tennis. So I think that's why she's familiar with all the balls. I only play with balls apparently. So I, <laughs> when they said pickleball and I don't like pickles. So I think that's why I didn't look it up. I was just like, who the hell y'all are fighting over pickleball and right. I don't like pickles, but well, oh, I love yeah. pickles. Um, <laughs> so, see, <laughs> I like, don't like pickleball, but I enjoy a pickle. Um, I though, um, am afraid of the ball. Normally a tennis ball is the only ball I'm not afraid of every other ball I'm afraid of. Okay, I'm not afraid then. of balls, <laughs> <laughs> but I am afraid of the ball. The ball coming at you. Hitting my face. Yes. So anyway, Lala is sitting there talking about the LA Times article with Katie and Ariana referring to Randall as a mini Harvey Weinstein. Ugh, what a Ugh, pig. What a cringe. Yeah. so gross. Why is it always these disgusting, sweaty, big, bleh. Ugh. Okay, now know. you're just describing me. I'm offended. No, you- I'm like describing <laughs> myself right now, actually. But it's disgusting. It's really it's disgusting. gross. I I see her point. I I get it. Don't talk to the man that's being accused of stuff, who's also the father of my child. But ugh, like she just gets on my nerves, and I don't know how well, else to say it. Right, and I don't know how close she is with Schwartz, to be honest. So I'm not sure she has the right to tell him that. I could see yeah, her she- telling her girlfriends that, or James, maybe, but. Expecting that much loyalty is just not really. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Anyway, so we go back to Sir and we see LVP walking in. Um, She starts talking to James. And of course, she's scolding him because that's what she does best, James in particular. Um, He's already living with a new girlfriend after what, like a month or something? 
Uh, he tells us, though, after two years, he decided that he was going to start drinking again. Not sure how I feel about this. I feel like it might backfire somewhere this season. But then the boys say later, somebody's asking, oh, no, not later, on Watch What Happens Live last night. Um, I think Andy asked them how James's drinking is going, and they said he's good. He does it in moderation. So if he feels like he can handle it, then that's fine. That's yeah. fine. I mean, he had some bad moments when Ugh. he was drunk. Real terrible. Bad. Terrible, terrible. And uh, we flashed a Tom who then says his Bubba tattoo is going to stay there forever. Gross. Oh, my God. Like, why, why, why? Um. Peter then informs James that he's going on a date with Raquel and James has a good laugh about it. (laughs) Well, because I think James knows that it's clearly being done for the show. Yeah. Like this is clearly being done for the show to attack. Like they're using it as a quick little awkward storyline and it's falling flat. Like, I think that's why James just laughed because it's falling slow. So flat. There's no chemistry there. They're not, there's nothing's going to happen. Like y'all know what you're doing, but. Anyway. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, uh, Raquel and James, Raquel, who's drunk, clearly drunk. I mean, we see her taking shots, but you could tell she was pretty tipsy. I mean, mm-hmm. it was pretty obvious. They have words outside the bathroom. He tells her his new girlfriend is the love of his life and she's heard about it. She tries to talk to him, but he's really having none of it. I, I didn't think he needed to say that. No, that I think necessary. that it was very awkward and hurtful. I mean, regardless of their what their relationship is to tell your ex-girlfriend that you met the love of your life is a little shitty but right I agree um and then we we have a scene with Lala and James and Lala's also giving him shit for moving in with a new girlfriend so soon and then she also reveals that her and James hooked up when they were both new in relationships with Randall and Raquel I'm I mean, sure I thought we is. knew though. I thought, yeah. I thought that I thought we assumed that at least but yeah I know I, I definitely assumed it yeah and that brings me back to Frank and Dolores. Do you think they ever hook up? No, I don't, I don't think. Either. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think Frank's penis is functional. Like, I mean, and oh, that's not, not. Yeah, because steroids and uh, I mean, I yeah. don't know. That's I. I, know. I, I I would still play with it, but I don't know if it's, <laughs> if it's. Speaking of balls, I'll still play with it, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it works. Anyway, everybody ends up at a hotel. I think it was like the. What was it called? The Zig- Ziggies? I think it was Ziggies. I think Ziggies, yeah. Ziggies, yes. We'll go with I was going to say Piggies, but I think it was <laughs> Ziggies. So they all end up at a hotel where James is DJing, which is interesting because I feel like they're the only ones there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who else was there. And uh, Lala and Katie question Allie up and down about her relationship with They James. are hazing her. They're hazing the newbie. She handled it pretty well, though, I think. She, she did. She these, held her own. These girls can be uh, intimidating. I mean, but then awkward when, awkwardness ensues when Raquel and Peter show up together, which I can't. Uh, just for more reasons than one, it was awkward for me. Just the fact that they're together, the fact that the girlfriend's sitting right there. Anyway, Tom and Tom show an even more awkwardness because of Lala and Schwartz. Katie fills mm. us in on her love life. Um, she's had three makeouts and two full-on hookups since they've been divorced. I'm like, okay. thank you for the data. Good for you. Yes, good for you. Uh, Raquel pulls Allie aside for a chat, which really is amusing to James. 
I mean, does she really need to pull her aside? I don't know. I, uh, uh, no, I, but in real life, she probably wouldn't have, but she's probably like, let's get this moment out of the way. That's like, let's, true. Let's just film it. Call it, that call is it true. a day. Well, Allie, story, Allie tells her she feels like she switched lives with Raquel. Which is not really, uh, I don't know if that was an attribute or some sort not of. Not the greatest. Yeah. yeah. And Raquel starts warning her about James. And honestly, she is a bit of a hot mess in this scene. I don't think that was necessary either. Yeah, no. Let this was... girl figure this out on her own. On her own, yeah. <laughs> the best part of that scene was the guy who they blurred out his face. Apparently, that is his hotel room and his couch that they were sitting on. <laughs> And she's like, get out of here. Whatever she said to the guy. And the guy's like, this is my fucking couch. You get out of here. Can I get you a drink? I felt they blurred his face and they (laughs) sounded like his voice was distorted even. Yeah. And I did like when Raquel, like, because she has, you know, her confidence has evolved over the show. Yes. Yes. And so when she got up and looked at him and said, I'm too tall for you. (laughs) I know. That was good. That was good. But it just made me laugh. It, and she it was picks funny. It was so awkward. Couch to sit on. She thinks he's coming over to like hit on them, and oh he's like, God. "Get off my couch, bitch!" Like, oh my God, I don't want you? Anyway, so uh, Schwartz and Lala then talk, and he tells her that it was egocentric to have a rooftop meeting to tell everybody not to talk to Randall anymore. Yeah, mm. I mean, which I mean, it's true. I agree. Well, but that's I, Lala. I mean, that's somebody Lala. who refers to themselves in. in what is it? Third person, first person. I always forget I which one it is, but that way and give them la la. Like uh, Mario does it all the time. It's so obnoxious, but it's just who we are. And <laughs> yeah, Leslie does it sometimes, but not, but you know, Giselle and Potomac <laughs> does it. Is Lala a Virgo? Because I'm seeing a trend here. All us Virgos are always speaking in third she person. She might be a Virgo. I'm going to have to investigate. I think Giselle is a Virgo, but if she is, she's making this look bad. Giselle definitely is a Virgo. Oh, I, let me fact. look up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Nicole is a Virgo from ah! Miami. Um, Kim Kim Richards, another Virgo. Anyway. Oh my so, God, Lala is a Virgo. Of ah! course. Of course. Oh my God. <laughs> We're crazy. Anyway. Right, well, Leslie's going to finish telling you about the episode now. Please anyway. do, darling. Uh, so Lala tells Schwartz to pick a side and that he has to stand for something in his life. Which I actually do agree with that. He should stand for something. I don't know if it's standing for her, but he's got to stand for something. He thinks it's ridiculous, clearly, and the episode ends. I thought it was good. Good first episode. It was a good solid premiere. Um, I, I'm curious to see how long this whole La La Tom thing's going to go because what Same. more can what more can he say at this point? Like he said what he had to say. Um, it's going to get worse though, as we saw in the preview In the preview. Yeah. It's going to uh-huh. get worse and people are sleeping. They're all single. They're all sleeping with each other. And there's not a lot of Brock yeah. this season. So that was an interesting turn because last season was so Brock. Focused. Yeah. Where is he? Exactly. He come with her. He's home with the kid, I guess. I, I don't Apparently. know. I am so I attracted know. to him. I am so attracted to him and I hate that, but he's very gorgeous and he was very nice at BravoCon too. And so. he was very nice. I thought he was very sweet. All in all, everybody was nice. Um, so I have a juicy. question, and this has nothing to do with any of these shows, but I'm just thinking about ah! this because I think that Beverly Hills, I don't know if they're filming or when they're gonna film or what's gonna happen, but Kyle. So Kyle's not drinking and hasn't been drinking since July, apparently, of 2022. 
Mm-hmm. How's that going to fare for the season? And I'm not saying that she has to drink to be interesting because I'm not, I don't, that's not how I feel about alcohol or whatever. But like, she's so fun and funny when she is drunk. And I remember at BravoCon, she, we were all in the bar and whatever. And she was just very like straight arrow. I like, just noticed that she was just chilling. Like she was very nice, yep. but she was very, very- nice chill very calm and chill she didn't laugh at all she didn't smile much same thing at the meet and greet i don't know i think kyle is going to be okay like she knows listen people don't like lisa rinna but she says a lot of stuff that's true she rinna said in her exit interview with interview magazine that kyle cares way too much what the audience thinks and that's why she's yeah you know tones it down i do want to see Kyle be more like I don't know if I want her to be mean I don't know but Kyle's just a staple of Beverly Hills but I think her not drinking it might not impact the show as much um I'm I'm nervous for the season now that Rin is gone I'm curious to see what um how it's gonna go ultimately like I'm I'm gonna I'm not a Rinna apologist I don't apologize for everything she does but I do think that I do think that she will be her impact will be you know her being gone god i sound like Teresa judai trying to formulate a sentence <laughs> her not being on the show it's going to impact uh impact she brought her. a lot so, yeah, yeah she definitely so, brought a lot and we'll see how kyle does i don't know i just i i think it's interesting that you know she was very reserved very reserved we saw her very last quiet. i know they are filming um Okay, Erica, that I didn't know. Okay. They they did start filming and I saw some paparazzi shots leak. And so we'll see. I think if we're going to get a timeline going, I love doing this in my head. Jersey just started. So I'm thinking we'll get Atlanta next. I think they're just prolonging OC for whatever reason. Yeah, what are they doing? I don't know. But for Andy Cohen to reply to Tamara and says, I have no control over the trailers. He's probably like, let's make them wait longer now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But we're probably going to get Atlanta and OC around the same time. And then we'll get, right. um, cause I know Dubai is filming too. Um, did you watch Dubai season one? I on did, but on and off, I couldn't get super into it. I think the most I watched was one day when they were having a marathon on. And then I did watch, um, eh, the one girl left. Yeah. I forgot Lisa? her name. Nina. 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 Nina left. Um, I thought it was a, it was okay. It wasn't Miami, yeah. but it was okay. It was a good introduction. I think once they get their feet on the ground, they'll maybe they'll succeed. And I hope they bring in another delusional person into the show because yeah. Nina was way too normal. She was way too rational. She was way too rich. She was a billionaire. Yeah. And I'm like, I need. No, they need this- a crazy person. They need a crazy person that doesn't care about money because when you're that rich, you're good with your money. So I need somebody to come in fiscally irresponsible to just, <laughs> <laughs> just throw caution to the wind. But All right. Well, that was a lovely and fun time as usual. As per usual, I wish you guys a great weekend. I hope you guys all watch the Rihanna concert on Sunday. I need everybody to light a candle for me. I'm trying to get Beyonce tickets, and it is so hard to get Beyonce tickets. Oh, boy. When when is she coming to you? She well, she comes to my town in August, but tickets, I'm on I'm I'm on the wait list for the lottery. I don't even know if I'm gonna get a I'm on the wait list for the lottery, and they're gonna email me next Friday. So 
please. This is BravoCon 2019 all over again. We were all on the edge of our seats. Oh my God, that was the worst thing. I remember I was like crying after. <laughs> I'm like, what, what do you mean I'm not going to be able to go to BravoCon? It's like, don't you know who okay. I think? Don't you know who I think I am? But um, exactly. we love recapping. This has been East and West with Mario and Les, where we recap your mess. We will see yes, you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.